have you, anything prepared. You have no notes? <laughs> You're just going to wing it? Yeah. That's the way to do it. Well, Welcome. these aren't even the notes for this show, so he's <laughs> oh, just lying. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not going to print it because that printer never stops. Never stops. Every time before a show, I print out my notes. Uh-huh. And then, like, Happy ten time. minutes into the episode, the printer will just go and start cycling. Yeah. And it does it for a good six, seven minutes, and then you think it's done, and it goes... <laughs> and keeps cycling again. It? Yeah, that's what I did last time. Ah, last couple times, because it drove me nuts. Episode 42 of the Press Continue Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm Brittany. I'm Christian. Yes, our guest <laughs> today. Yeah. Um, so, Christian, you guys would know him from our arcade special episode because I have talked about Christian before we met at the arcade auction. That's right. So, Christian, why don't you uh, tell the folks who you are and uh, a little something about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name's Christian. As Adam said, I met him at the arcade auction. I bought a uh, Sky Shark arcade cabinet for apparently more than what it's worth. Uh, according to that one weird guy on the internet, so... Yeah. I don't, what's his uh, name? That weird guy? I, I don't know. He yeah. probably had the bug eyes, too. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> um, but I'm really into arcade games, especially shmups and racing games, which works for today's episode. We like F Zero a lot. Yeah, we're talking about F Zero yeah. by uh, on Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was um, one of the launch titles for Super Nintendo. Yeah. On August twenty third, nineteen ninety one. Why don't you? Uh, what do we want to start with the storyline for this thing? I don't know. Why don't you, uh, Brittany? Story time. <laughs> story corner with Brittany. What do you want me to read here? I don't know. I didn't read it myself. It's a really long story. Yeah, it's too long. Well, okay. Um, Christian, do you just want to give us the uh, short, short version of it since um, this is, uh, what, one of your favorite all-time games, you said? It's it's one that I've consistently played for a long time, um, especially the sequels, like the one on the GameCube I got really good at, and the one on the Game Boy Advance, too. Um, this one is probably the hardest of the series. Really? Except for, except for the one on the GameCube. The GameCube one is really, really hard. But I've never been able to beat this one all the way through. I've unlocked the the end cup, whatever it's called. I think it's like the king cup or something like that. But it's extremely okay. hard to unlock. Um, but the story in short is it's like some 100 years, 200 years in the future. They're doing this twenty five sixty Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that'd be a what, like 50... No, a hundred five hundred years <laughs> in the future. Years I don't the future. know when he means it is. <laughs> <laughs> Half the time I don't know what year it is. I've been writing like 2016 on stuff, and then I wrote uh, like 1984 on something the other day. So <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on ever. But it's it's sort of like a death race type thing where it's kind of like a 
rich people have the hobby of watching people die, and this is their convenient way of watching people die is in these races. You know, people die. What's going to happen in the future in a lot of different movies is that rich people have death sports as their entertainment. Well, they used to, like thousands of years ago, right? Like in Rome and stuff. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. just you know repeating and stuff. Yeah. Yo. But I did. I did, I had no idea what this was when I started. I thought it was just a racing game. I yeah. didn't know like you died if you hit the thing. The magnets oh, on right. the side. I didn't know like people wanted to kill you, so I was just like la la la. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "What's happening? I'm like being killed." So, so I saw that they based it was off of what is it, Grand Prix racing or something? F F cards. Yeah, F one. F one. There you go. It was yeah. based off of F one racing, but then in the future where they have hover cars. Which apparently is going to happen eight or nine months from now, because talking to Ashley, she said that hover cars are going to be like a thing soon. Mm-hmm. Like they've actually invented hover cars, so F Zero is going to happen. Well, this not, year it's not quite hover cars that they have it here. They're using magnets, and I think um, the hover cars that they have are like jet powered or something. Well, Mrs. Science, not science. Just reading articles. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have like a train in Tokyo. That's like a hover train. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's the, one of the bullet trains. Yeah, it's based yeah, off yeah. of magnets, mm-hmm. and it because of no friction, it can go like super fast. Exactly, hundred and eighty mm-hmm. something miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And they always put like um, Adventure Time decals all over it, and then they did a Cartoon Network train one time, and they they always put like different different awesome decals on it. Mm. That's cool. So this is set in Japan, right? So that would make sense. I think it's like, but after like. Countries have sort of collapsed, oh. and it's all like one country, the planet Earth, because now they're like interacting with other planets, you know, in the solar system. Oh, the galactic. Sort of exactly, yeah. Galactic race. I think Captain Falcon, who is in the the Blue Falcon, is American, technically, and then there's Samurai Goro, who pilots the purple uh, hovercraft thing. He's Japanese, naturally. What about the other two? Because there's a green one and a pink one, right? Yeah, the green one is piloted by Pico, who is a alien, and the other one I think is an American as well. I don't remember their name. Because you do have those four cars to choose from, which do give you different um, stats to the cars. Yeah, or hovercrafts or whatever you want to call them. Right. I didn't really pay attention to the differences. I just picked whatever the blue one was. Yeah, yeah, um, it's sort of the middle of the road uh, hover car. But what is it? It is just like how quick you speed up, or top speed, or what's what's the the different things? Do you remember? See, when you pick when you pick a ship in this one, it'll show you a little graph. You remember mm-hmm. seeing that? Right. That's your ratio of acceleration versus top speed. The faster you accelerate, the lower your top speed is, oh. and vice versa. So, and Captain Captain Falcon, the blue one, is sort of the the, the Mario of all of them, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I, it's so, it just so happens that my favorite number is one eleven, so it works that I would obviously pick uh, Captain Falcon. Looks like negative one eleven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there was something too that I saw about one of the um, later games in the series that one eleven is um, binary code for the number seven, mm-hmm. and. The number seven had something to do with... Oh, God, I don't remember all of it because I was reading it so late. 
But it has it, it's something in the conspiracy with one of the characters in this is Fox McCloud's father mm-hmm. from Star Fox. Is that right? Whoa, I'd never heard it's that. Making this up. No, 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 no. It is, <laughs> See, that kind of makes a... sense though, because they both use the super effects chip, don't they? Or does they, this they, one just use? This mode one doesn't 7? use. Yeah, this uses just a ton of Mode Seven, which Mode Seven um, is the thing that let the Super Nintendo do scaling and rotation of graphics. Mm-hmm. So it's what made the um, Super Nintendo so much different than the Genesis, yeah. and like the upgraded system because it had those cool Mode Seven graphics. <clears throat> Which is what, when this game came out, everybody's like, "Whoa, this is like a whole new revolution in driving games because it's so realistic and the graphics are so amazing and blah blah blah." So this set a new standard for all driving games after F Zero came out. Mm-hmm. I, I personally think it still holds up really well today, like graphics wise. Yeah, it's still a good looking game and it still r- runs really smooth. James McCloud yeah. was one of the drivers in one of the ships. And in the Star Fox series, James is Star Fox's dad's name. Mm-hmm. Well, Fox McCloud, James right, McCloud. Right, right, right. So there was like some kind of weird connection there. No, There's a whole nice. like big conspiracy about the two games being linked somehow. It's uh it was just ridiculous. I'd have to I'd have to find it but again. But one on of the them internet. is a fox. Yeah, and one of them is I'm a person. sure one of them is a fox. <laughs> Does he think he's foxy? No, like literally a fox. Oh, like... oh. Is it the sunglasses? <laughs> yeah. And they, oh, they, yeah. They even wear the same colored outfits. I mean, yeah, it's just ridiculous how much, how much crap you can find on the internet about random stuff if you keep searching for it. So, I don't know, you've played this more than both of us. Which one was your favorite car to always drive? Uh, that would be the the Blue Falcon. I think it's called the Blue Falcon. But it's just, it's the easiest one to use, and it's a hard enough game with that one. So, <laughs> I mean, I just, and it's blue, and it's got 111 on it, so it makes sense to me. I really, I really like that racer. Um, some, I got a used copy of... What are we talking about? F Zero, yeah. and um, all the records in that game were held by the yellow. Was that right? Thing. So I started using the yellow thing, and it's faster. The yellow thing. It's it's faster, but I could. Well, it, I don't want to call it a car because it's not a car. It's a hovercraft. It's a craft. Yeah, it's hovercraft. What? Yeah. Hover thing. Hover thing. Yeah. I think it's safe to call it a craft. So I don't know, Brittany. What um, craft? What do you think? What do I think? Did you try any of the other cars besides the blue one? I did. One, I tried or? the pink one, but the blue one I navigated to immediately. I don't know why. It looked more normal than the rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it looks kind of like a vehicle that I would drive, but um, I got motion sickness playing this game. Oh, yeah. I like literally had to lay down after <laughs> I played it. Really? I was yeah. downstairs, and she's like, I'm getting so sick. <laughs> and I didn't want to stop because I was doing so well. I was like, could just get through this lap, get through this lap, and I felt like I was going to hurl. I really did. I, was, yeah. it, I think it was the movement of the, it looked like the television mm-hmm. static. 
around uh, the outer rim of the the screen. Yeah. And I was like, I had to like not even try look at look at that like focus on the middle of the screen to not get sick. Yeah. I started getting that problem, and I think it's because we're playing it on LCD TVs, mm-hmm. and the colors are just like so much more bright and vibrant and in your face that it it makes me sick too to play those games where. You, Christian, always play them on your TV. Right. You actually have a tube TV. Yes, I do. And I'm sure it's a completely different experience. It may very well be. We need to try it later to see. Yeah, see if it, it makes see what feel it does to you. Because Definitely. I want to see you throw up. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I was doing really well for a racing game. I didn't know they were hovercraft. I was just like. I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, you went um, completely blind. We we're like, yeah, we're I didn't know what zero. Going She's on. like, uh, what? <laughs> I thought it was cars, so I didn't know what I was doing, but um, I'm not good at racing games. I always overcompensate when I'm turning, mm-hmm. but um, I did really well. I stayed on track. Yeah. See, I play a ton of racing games. I, I've always liked racing games, but there's not many of them that work good on a home console, and I think this is one that they got the controls good enough Definitely. where mm-hmm. a racing game works on a regular D-pad. Yeah, and it helps, too, that the, the shoulder buttons, L and R would kind of strafe your mm-hmm. craft a little bit. And like say you're going through a sharp right turn, you'd kind of strafe your your hovercraft left and then you would take the turn with the D pad going right, you know, and that would sort of help you navigate the turns. Like and you can't I never there's did no that. real like Yeah. I yeah. did a lot. That's, not not the not the, the turn right, lean left. Yeah, it it definitely helps you almost kind of a pseudo drift. You huh. know? Yeah, it's it's you can't, it's hard to replicate that with like a analog control mm-hmm. because it's you know it's two different mechanisms turning the craft at once. Right. You know, so it's it's a layered kind of experience. You know, it's not like Mario Kart where it's just like turn and turn and turn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I follow you. Yeah, I, I just had to get used to take, getting off the gas. Yeah, because every driving game is just slam on the gas and drive. That's mm-hmm. how I drive all those games. Is pedal all the way down and just deal with what's happening. Yeah. This one, you have to get off the gas on some of the turns, otherwise you do not grip at all, and you just do slide into the side of the wall. Yeah. And explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I guess because it's a hovercraft, you have to flare that gas a lot mm-hmm. to, to keep it. Yeah. Plus, it doesn't help that my uh, Super Nintendo controller is really worn out. Yeah. So, sometimes you'll be holding down the button, but it won't be doing anything. Ooh, I see. <laughs> And it'll just start like clicking randomly, so it, it made the game even harder for me. I see. Yeah, I, I started reading some of the manual, too, and I didn't realize that you can just lean left and right to move left mm-hmm. and right while you're going on a straightaway, mm-hmm. which that would have helped me so much because I would all, every time another car would be on the road, I would hit it. Yeah. Didn't matter. I would always hit it, and I'd get into like a pinball bouncing back and forth off the sides and sides and sides, and then my car would explode. <laughs> I'd hit him on purpose. I wanted to hit it. I, I didn't hit the sides. I'd hit the car in front of me, and they just go like, Meh. like they move out of the way. Yeah, I'd always hit him in a turn, and then go flying off to a corner, yeah, and, no, it, no. and it'd bounce me back and forth. And of course, I never let go of the gas, so I just sit there and bounce, 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 bounce until I right, explode. Right. But I also like in this game where even if... Because really you're only racing against four people. Yeah. Okay, 
is. It's the four colored cards, and then right. they got the random whatever. Yeah. Little little things that look like. Remember that movie Batteries Not Included? Yeah. Remember the little like misfit robot? No. That <laughs> that the sure. uh, the the one guy that had like a mental issue like. Um, oh yeah, he's all broken, and he yeah, like, he's all broken, him. and he fixes them, oh. and he, that's what those cars look like to me. Okay. <laughs> no one gets the reference. I know. <laughs> I don't remember what it looked like, but I kind of remember. So, it. but even after you deal with the initial four hovercrafts, there's still cars in front of you that you have to deal with. It's never like I'm first. I never see another car again. Right. Which happens in so many driving games now. There's always somebody in front of you that you still have to pass. There's yeah. always something happening in front of you. So I really dug that, that there was um, something else on the track. Because mm-hmm. a lot of driving games, I'll end up first place. Like Mario Kart, you end up first place, you never see anybody again. Yeah, yeah. Unless somebody sure hits you with the damn blue shell. Or that. Okay. Right. But this, you always had other drivers on the road, which I, I liked. See, it always kind of gave me the, the impression... It was almost like a street race or something like that, and you're kind of passing traffic or something. Or maybe it was like, maybe, and this is just my theories, I don't think it's explained in the manual, um, but, or it's like you're lapping other racers that are just such poor racers that it doesn't really matter. See, I like that theory. Yeah, yeah, I like that theory better. Because it makes you feel real good when you're like, ha, I passed (laughs) you seven times already, you're terrible. And it means nothing. You're still fourth place. Yeah. And speaking of things not being explained in the manual, I thought this was hilarious. That I was going through the manual and it was telling you the different classes of races. You had knight, queen, and king, Mm -hmm. and it says beginner, standard, and expert, but they spelled it big inner. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I didn't see that until you pointed it out. I just kept reading beginner. Well, all you see is T Dactyl. Well, so. you know, technically that is big inner. Big, big inner. I mean, if you're going to read that word. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. It's just the stupid things that I find in life that make me happy. It's like looking in a mirror. They spelled it right here, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Inconsistent. That. So, the, the knight, the queen, and the king, all they have is the beginner, standard, and expert for each one, like... Knight is beginner, queen is standard, king is expert. Yes. Because I thought they had three for each. No? See, you can... It has selectable difficulty, mm-hmm. and then each each um, cup has its set difficulty. Okay. So you could have, like, an easy king, or, like, okay, a Okay, that's hard. what I was wondering. Yeah. And they're completely different tracks. I think there are variations. I don't think they're completely different tracks. Because, like, I did knight beginner, and then I did knight standard. Mm-hmm. And it was a completely different track. Like, uh-huh. it had just... Knight Beginner was just, like, the, you know, the, the whatever, like, F1 type track. Mm-hmm. And then I did Knight, Knight Standard, and it had where, you know, you took a couple turns, and then it had, like, a, a weird cut off where you fork. can go left or right. Yeah, there was yeah. a fork in it, and it went as a big circle. That was queen. And you had to I come back that. again. I remember that. I've, I've, you know, I've never noticed, because I usually will only play on standard, I've never noticed that there are, like, actually different tracks for each. No, I could be completely wrong. I know, I like... I think he's completely wrong. I could she, just be thinking Knight, Queen, and King. The Queen uh, track had that split. I know Mute City, depending on which cup you're racing on Mute City in, mm-hmm. the time of day will change. Like, the 
time of day for the night league, I think is like morning or something like that. Then queen, it's night. Or no, it's sunset and queen, and then in king, it's night. Huh. So there are variations between the different tracks on different cups. Is there weather effects too? I, I, there are things like where, have you played the course where it kind of drags you to the left? Like yeah. It kind of has that pseudo has that wind like, effect. Oh no, I, I played the one where it had like... Um, Seem like magnets on the side of the course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the only thing I can think of is in terms of like weather hazards. But I know what you're. T- I remember that from a, a kid when I played it. That there was like yeah, a windy part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And yeah. you can like go against the wind and it'll slow you down. And then like, you know what I'm saying? Or it'll speed you up. Oh really? It's coming from behind you. Yeah. Huh. It's actually really unique. This game's got all kinds of weird hidden stuff in it. It's a it's a deep game. <laughs> Reserve. Did you ever use the booster? I don't think so. Um, I think it's delegated to the A button on the controller. You have you get a booster every lap. Hmm. The first lap you start off and you don't have a booster, and then the second lap you have Maybe one I booster. Maybe I did use it. The little S's in the corner. Mm-hmm. You would get one every lap, and then. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't just mash all the buttons because I knew that one of them did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't know which one, yeah. so I ended up like, you know, gas break, whatever, whatever, and then it finally worked. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's I always did it on accident. Yep, a button. But sometimes I know some of the courses later they have jumps in them. Yeah, and the jumps are so long you have to boost mm-hmm. to make it across that jump. Otherwise, if you do hit the jump and you don't boost or whatever, you would just crash into the city or whatever the heck was under you. Yeah. Yeah, I always, you know, I always kind of imagined it being, yeah, miles above the city, mm-hmm. and it's like just like kind of hovering in the air. You know. What so I'm the whole course is a hover course with hover cars. Right, right. And there's nobody watching this though. Yeah, yeah. I always there's no about crowd. That. Like I, I always, you know, and, and when I was a kid, I would, you know, try to rationalize all this stuff. I always imagined that there were cameras that you couldn't see on the course like here and there or on the ships or something like that and the rich people would be watching it from either the comfort of their own homes or like some <laughs> bar or something like that you know all the betting going on on the sides exactly yeah you know it turns into um what's a Schwarzenegger movie <laughs> there's a lot of them there are I'm thinking Load Runner but that's not right what is it no idea. I kind of Running know. Man. Oh. It turns into Running Man where they got the big guy with the chalkboard and everybody's betting on who's gonna who's gonna kill the Running Man and right. and he says something like "Cool out." <laughs> <laughs> I think he says that in to uh, Mr. Batman Freeze. As well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool out. <laughs>
So back to talking about Mode 7, because this was, uh, like I said, a, a, a big thing was the graphic style of this game that set that new standard for driving games. They did a lot of tricks in this, and this was the thing I was talking to you about, Christian, that I said that most people don't know about this. Mm -hmm. The way that they did the graphics design on this, and if you watch, you, and if you pay attention with the game, it's pretty interesting, is the track is actually the background of the game that is scaling. Right. Okay. The cars that are on it, the sprites that are the cars, are actually sprites. And they don't scale. Mm -hmm. So as you're driving, you'll notice that like the cars will be like tiny, and then they'll get they'll, they'll jump to bigger size, they'll jump to bigger size, and they'll jump to bigger size. But the track is really smooth on the way that it scales and spins and does everything. Yeah. So they did that trick on a lot of games at that time, where one layer would be the Mode 7, and everything else would be the graphics on top of it that didn't. Right. Um, I know another example was in uh, Castlevania 4. Mm -hmm. There's a level where you're on... Everything goes black, Yeah. but there's a chandelier that's going back yeah, and forth. Yeah. Uh -huh. And that's the background actually doing that, and all the sprites are on top of that as another layer, and they don't scale at all. Right, right. Um, it was just an interesting way that I thought that they would always trick systems into being more powerful than they actually were. Mm -hmm. And another good example back on the Nintendo, original Nintendo, Mega Man 2 did this where some of the bosses were as big as the entire screen. Mm -hmm. I think you saw where I fought like a dragon that was as big as the whole screen. Everything was black except the dragon and Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. Mega Man was the controllable sprite. The dragon was the background. Right. So it's like weird tricks that they always pulled out that, that I thought was interesting from a programming standpoint. Definitely. There's a, there's a shooter, there's a shmup on the Super Nintendo that uses similar tricks um, called Axelay. Yeah. The, the whole course is, it's a moving background, mm -hmm. but I think it may very well be your ship is the only sprite that's doing anything on the on the screen mm -hmm. and all the hazards and everything else are is the background right yeah I've, I've actually that's one of those games I always wanted to try but then I watched a video of it on uh, YouTube and almost threw up really because <laughs> yeah. the effect is so weird it looks like everything's pouring over to the front of the screen right and it's just I mean it's a cool looking effect but it's just it's not gonna happen yeah I'm sorry not for weaklings you know? Shut up! You almost threw up. I didn't F -Zero. say I wasn't. <laughs> uh -huh. At least I can handle F zero for a while. I didn't say I was a weakling. I said it's not for weaklings. I didn't take myself out of that category. Mm -hmm. You implied. So sensitive. You implied. Yeah, you're included in that. I didn't mm -hmm. say I okay. wasn't though. Yeah, I know I have a weak stomach. I can't even spin <laughs> Finn in a circle for more than one time before I'm I like can. I'm done. I can spin. Yeah, I don't children. know how you guys do that. I don't know either. Spinning kids. One of these days, I'm gonna, you're going to spin and just let go. See what happens. Oh, well, that would hurt a child. <laughs> Throw him into the couch.
probably the most fun I had with a racing game. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So if you had to rate this game, uh-huh. what rating would you give it? Ooh, I don't know. Like, one star fox is dead? Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you never know. I don't... Because you want me to rate it some stupid thing that I don't know. Well, I'm going to give it four barf bags and a left lean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'll give yeah. it a 111 for rated measure. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> a 111 or a 7? What's the difference? You got me. <laughs> well, then. Touché. Well sir. Touché, sir. <laughs> Brittany, we're waiting on you. What? I gave it a Star Fox is dead. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think it can be better than that. So, I don't know. I think it's a game that's worth playing, but it, I don't know, it wore thin after a while. I want to try it on Tube TV. I do. Okay. Yeah. It's something I uh, enjoy a lot and still enjoy a lot. Um, I think it's because of the depth of its mechanics. I think you can really sink time into it. Yeah. But it is one that it does get repetitive because it's all more or less the same thing. Over Especially when you keep dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. watching on TV? Um, not much. But, while I was watching the season finale of uh, True Detective, which was very disappointing, I saw a trailer for a new series coming out in 2016. Oh, jeez. Called Westworld. Did you see that? Westworld? Did you see that? Is What no. is channel is this on? HBO. Okay. Oh, oh wait, I saw the name, but I did not click on it to see what it's about. It looks awesome. Is it about the Old West world? Well, get this. I have a lot of notes on it. Sorry Go. for my paper wrestling. Okay. It's a science fiction western thriller written by Michael Crichton. And this show, because they actually did a movie in 1973 on this story, but um, this, uh, this show is produced by J.J. Abrams, co-created by Jonathan Nolan, who's Chris Nolan's brother who helped write the Dark Knight series. Has Anthony Hopkins as one of the main no, characters. I'm done. What? I hate that guy. What? I hate him. I hate you. He's Hannibal, right? Hannibal Lecter? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm done. What? I, I hate that guy. He's he's terrible. You're terrible. How I'm... dare you? He was knighted by the Queen of England. What have well, you done? <laughs> for what? Not for acting. Yeah, for acting. No, well, he, you know. He paid enough money. For running and got uh, some land for the Queen. Yes, he did. <laughs> You can pay enough money and you can get knighted. For getting the, uh, the Holy Grail for Queen. Oh, okay. Well, for Queen Latifah? <laughs> yeah, for Queen Latifah. Oh my god. Her I'm excited about I'm sorry. I like him a lot. Has Ed Harris in it. You know, you're always name dropping. I like act- I like movies and actors. I'm sorry. We want, we want to tell Who's the hot guy in this series? Anthony Hopkins. Oh, Lord. Just kidding. James Marsden is an actor. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Oh my god, well you have to watch the trailer, it looks really good, and I guess it is like, it's set in the future at a high-tech realistic amusement park, where there's like themed worlds, and one of them is the West World, like Old West, Okay. 
and it's populated by androids, and you can pay like a thousand dollars a day to go and experience whatever you want in that world. They have like a medieval themed world, and I think there's a Roman one. And you can go and shoot an android, but it looks like you're actually killing a person. Like, so this is like living on a Star Trek holodeck. Sure. Sort of. Yeah. Mm. Except there's physically things doing it. Yeah. It's All actual right. robots. Right. I'm familiar with this story. I wasn't aware that it was um, being remade or yeah. rebooted. It looks really good, okay? You like Anthony Hopkins, right? Um... I suppose, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, see, so you do. Adam is so yes, wrong. Man. You see this? <laughs> You're the odd man out. That's fine. I'm no, just, just watch the trailer. Anthony Hopkins looks good in it, too. So yeah, I'll watch the trailer. Stop judging. How can you not like Hannibal Lecter? Well, for, <laughs> I think I saw, like, the second or third in the series, and I was just like, meh. I never saw the first one. You never saw the first one? No. <laughs> see, if <laughs> Don't, don't that listen. actually quite surprised me. <laughs> That's one of the best movies ever. I know, okay. and he's making fun of like the best actor in one of the best parts ever. I think it's because I know Anthony Hopkins from Waterworld. Wasn't that... in Waterworld? Well, who was that guy? Oh my god! Who was that guy? That... Just... I always get those two actors mixed in my brain. Who's who's that guy that was in Waterworld? The bad guy in Waterworld. What was his name? Dennis Hopper. Yeah, yes. those two always get connected. Like they're they're the same person in my brain. So you can't That's talk weird. to him about anything. <laughs> Dennis Hopper in Waterworld. Well, you know, <laughs> they're the same person. Wait, in you my don't head. like Dennis Hopper either? No, no. What kind of psycho are you? I really a like completely different type of psycho. Kind of, obviously. Okay, now give me an actor that you really like and respect. This is gonna be horrible. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> oh no, I really like him too. I See ya. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? Respect. Yeah, because he's been in a lot of movies. Yes. Yeah. Like four. <laughs> All Pee-wee, the first three Pee-wees and no, like... No, he snuck in Buffy. too. He was in the Blues Brothers. He was in Blow. He was in the Blues Brothers oh, when they right. went to the okay, fancy restaurant movies. and he was the um, he was the waiter and he go. I think he's the one that pours the P. wine. P. Herman. P. Herman. <laughs> <laughs> you have a telephone call. Yes. Okay, well... He, sne- he sneaks in the movies. You're so weird. You're the weirdest person I ever met. Well, you know. You don't get out much either. What did, What have you been watching? Well, there was uh, a couple of new episodes of the Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. cartoon. Yeah, and, I heard you watching it. And... Yeah, and they finally finished with the time travel. That only lasted two episodes, thank God. Because it was so terrible. But one of the Ninja Turtles did say, follow your heart. So <laughs> you have to post that video. Yeah, I will. I will because it's uh, it's ridiculous. You'll you'll see every time you see like because I know that's a big thing this year is bags and stuff are saying follow your heart. But when you see this little video clip of uh, totally obsessed, you will follow your heart will be ruined for life. But it'll be hilarious. Um, and so they finished the time travel thing, but it explained a lot of stuff about why Splinter and Shredder hate each other. They went more into that backstory, which they never did in the comic series. Because didn't, like, <clears throat> They were brothers. Kill... I never knew they were brothers. No, they weren't. Were they? How they are work? now. <laughs> what is Shredder? Is he a human? He's a person. Yeah. And Splinter was a person now that a was, yeah, mutated huh. into a rat. But if you watch the original 80s movie... He was just a rat that was in a cage <laughs> so that cute. mimicked 
the moves of his master and became the cutest little puppet. Oh my god, it's terrible. He's like doing kung fu. Terrible. It looks like a a, a carpet with eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Moving around. So cute. Anyway, from the original comic, he was a um, person that was mutated into Splinter, Ah. the rat kung fu master. Wasn't aware. They explain more of that backstory, which they never went deeply into in the in the original comic series. So that was kind of cool. I mean, I like how they expand on the world, but at the same time change it. So, and that's because um, Eastman, one of the original writers of the series, is involved in making this cartoon series. Mm-hmm. So that that was cool. So yeah, I caught up on that, and um, really didn't watch anything else that was new. So Christian. You got any TV so for us? Uh, I don't. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but um, as you guys know, I just uh, recently watched all of the Harry Potters. Yeah, you in did a, in a marathon, and um, that's hardcore. Yeah, it was. It that was parkour. You're parkour. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd never really, you know, considered watching them forever for whatever reason. You know, it just didn't seem my thing. But my girlfriend's really into them, so. We sat down and watched them all, and I actually really, really enjoyed them a lot, and I was not expecting that. You, know, you ever have like a pre, like a preemptive bias? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I we have, have a, a, f- those. a mutual friend that uh, will not watch them. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> you hear this? You hear this guy over here? <laughs> he was wrong. <laughs> he was totally wrong. Yeah, I. Um, it just you know I always thought it was kind of lame, and. Um, it's not lame. It's actually really cool, and Harry's a cool guy. And it's a deeper story than you would think it, it would is. be. Yeah, I mean, and it's it has no spoilers. Okay, no well, spoilers. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's been everybody out for knows. A while. Yeah. It's told, you know, pretty traditionally, but it's not necessarily the way the story's told. It's just like you know, you get to know these characters and really like them, and when a twist comes, you actually are surprised by it mm-hmm. because of your familiarity with these characters changes every movie you know they really literally are growing up as the movies you know i can't speak for the books i'm sure the books are the it, same. Yeah. it follows the books pretty closely yeah there's a lot more in the books and you would probably like you said you had trouble following some of the storyline yeah. in the movies but yeah it just expands on all of that in the in the books right right which uh the only real problem i have with the movies um is that they i i had to watch them with my girlfriend or else I wouldn't have known certain things that were going on. She had to have, she had to give me knowledge of what was happening in order for me to understand it. She <laughs> only knows fill you in on stuff. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. But so, yeah, they were they were That's great. cool. Like Guinea is really said Jenny. Guinea. It's Jenny. It's spelled Christ. Guinea. You're spelled Guinea. Like forever is she will be Guinea to me because it's G I N N Y in the book that spells Guinea. Yeah. As in guinea pig. Like graph, and yeah, that's how I say it. You say graph when you see those long necked creatures, and uh-huh. they cry a tear. I call it a giraffe. <laughs> um, but so out of the eight eight movies, right? Because this last one was split into mm-hmm. two. Which was your favorite? Uh, that's tricky. Um, I know it wasn't the fourth one. The Wizarding Cup. <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst. Everyone I hate that, that movie. It's so terrible. Even the that's book, so I could not get through that book. 
I don't I mind it so myself. much, but everyone says it's the worst of all of them. Couldn't See, deal with it. It's it's just it had weird things happening in it that didn't make sense, like um, Dumbledore getting really pissed at Harry for whatever the reason didn't mesh with his character. You know, you remember what I'm talking about? No, because like, I've only watched that him. movie once, and I was like, oh god, is it over yet? Oh, like when he thought he put the name in the cup. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh, <laughs> like shake, shake yeah, a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, I was like, what the hell? That is not him at all. Is that the fourth movie when they changed who was playing Dumbledore? They did that in the third. Yeah, in the third, okay. the third one. Which, uh, speaking of, you know, I I did really like the third one. I don't, I'm not going to say it was my favorite. The second one is the reason why I continued watching them. Because it was just so colorful and, you know, dramatic, but at the same time fun. You know what I'm saying? Which it one was, was the second one again? The Chamber, Chamber of Secrets. Secrets. That's the one about the book and the snake, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched them all in a long time. <laughs> yeah. So I've been meaning to go through and watch them all again. I'm sure Brittany will be right there. You're in for a treat. You're good. So, yeah. Yeah. I have to see if they hold up over time. They do. I've been watching them this week, so uh, yeah, I actually I watched... You're ridiculous. <laughs> but you watch them all out of order and I do. I watched 7A and... like the other day and then watched yeah. 6. You just don't care. You're like, oh, Harry. <laughs> This week in gaming news, what you got, Adam? Nothing. I haven't found, oh, no, I do have something. Yeah. Kmart? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. That's oh. how everyone feels about Kmart. Why do you think? I didn't say Kmart, everyone's disappointed. Oh. Oh. No, no, that's not Where'd you get my Christmas presents? We're going to Kmart. Oh. oh. Kmart was selling uh, 3DSs for $100 online. Hmm. So everyone's been running to, like, Best Buy and... Walmart and having them price match them, even though they're out of stock. Ooh. So you're getting the new 3DS XL instead of two hundred dollars for hundred bucks. Is this still going on? It's. I still have the web page on my phone, so I'll try to put a link up for it. But if you can take advantage of it, go for it because that's a that's a sweet ass deal. That is really good deal. Yeah. I just don't have a hundred bucks laying around. Otherwise, I go get another one. <laughs> go get another. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. So damn it, money. I was going to suggest you mention the um, 3DS thing. I just did. The other thing, the jailbroken 3DS app. I don't know. Do we want to talk about hacks? Sure. This is a podcast. Yeah. Wild West of the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Um, So they also had an... I was going to say official hack, but that doesn't make any sense. official hack (laughs) released by Nintendo. Yes. Hack our system, please! So someone finally hacked the 3DS. And what it is, it's an exploit through YouTube. So if you have YouTube on there, and there's a couple other games that you can hack it through. But what it does is it makes it where you can finally run homebrew stuff on the 3DS. So you can make your own themes. Um, People are finally going to start making homebrew games for it. But also, the thing that I thought was cool is you can run Super Nintendo games 
on your 3DS now. The nice thing about the exploit is it does not change anything about your system. The only thing it changes is when you go online it talks to a different server, which makes the, um, the eShop not work anymore, but you can just hit reset and it'll pop it back so you can use the eShop again. So you won't be able to buy games through the eShop, you won't be able to upgrade your firmware, but you'll be able to do some other cool stuff that people are going to start going nuts with. So, first thing I did when I came home is I downloaded the YouTube app on that thing, because I'm going to try it, because I hack everything. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get those calls, Adam. <laughs> I got another one the other day. <laughs> Yesterday. Stop answering your phone. I didn't answer it this time. How? Oh, you got same, a message? It was, yeah, it was from a different number, but it was the same voice on the voicemail. And it was like literally the same message, but having me call this new number. And I'm like, I don't think so. Don't get me twice. No. Scammers. Fool me twice. <laughs> okay. I saw this Chinese console that, um, like a co gaming console, not like their console, like their console. Oh. <laughs> um, that they're coming out with called Ouyi. It's O-U-Y-E. And it's on like this Chinese Kickstarter. Don't tell me it's a ripoff of the Ouya. It looks like PlayStation and an Xbox controller. It's a Japanese Ouya. It does sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Is it based on Android? Yes. <laughs> They're totally ripping them off. <laughs> Which is a failed. It was a failed kick. It was a Kickstarter where they got. It was one of the biggest back Kickstarters. Was for the Ouya machine. They got like over a million dollars for this thing, or fourteen million dollars, or something. Some, some wacky some amount. Ridiculous of money. amount of money. What? And then it lasted literally, it was based on Android, so it was all downloadable games. And then, um, what is it, two years, three years later, the system was considered a complete failure and was bought out by um, some random company who bought the rights out for it. It's probably this yeah. Chinese But company. what's crazy is that the company that bought it also inherited all the debt that their company had, and they didn't realize it, so they bought the company for like... $50 million, but the company had like $70 million in debt. Holy cow. <laughs> so they're like, they're like, oh crap, what are we supposed to do about this thing? Oh. And um, if it's the same thing, it's that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Oh, wow. It's probably the same guts, but oh man, they are just ripping off everything. It looks like a PS4 with an Xbox One controller. Uh-huh. I guess to China banned like all these video game consoles until recently, and they're putting this thing out. I don't know what it's gonna play. Well, that's like I can go to the flea market and buy. It looks like a PSP, and it's and it has ten thousand games on it. Yeah, yeah. Granted, five thousand of them are exact are, are the same game, but right. with the number two after it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, this looks like one of those total total ripoff machines. Leave it to Japan. Yep. No, it's China. 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 Oh. Japan makes the real stuff. Oh, that's true. That's God. true. Japan makes the PlayStation. But China just blew up. No, that's Taiwan. They make Nintendo too. Was it China or Taiwan that blew up? China. Oh my God! Like you don't know anything about <laughs> I don't anything. Get, I don't get the details, man. <laughs> he like skims over life. I just look at something and I'm like, something happened. <laughs> China's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I talked to you. Uh -huh. And then um, I also saw that Square Enix announced that um, 
the new Kingdom Hearts 3 will have a world based on Big Hero 6, which I love, which oh, cool. I've watched a million times as well. Not just prompted by your child, but... No, it's a good movie. I was surprised that I was not expecting that movie to go the way that it went. Well, I guess the evil entity in Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to take over the Baymax shell that was lost in, like, that whatever dimension they were in. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Baymax himself will be, you know, the rebuilt version will be fighting that. I think it's kind of cool. Huh. Oh. I'm going to play. Because that's right. Are the nanobots still gone in, like, too? the weird mm-hmm. ether, but they remade him. So there's right. technically two. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and and he has all the nanobots. Right. The evil In that one, weird yeah. dimension. Mm-hmm. So, but the mask just got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's all in the hand gesture. <laughs> oh my god. Hmm. That's all I got. You got any news, Christian? I'm afraid not. I don't keep up with the... Uh, video game news as much as I used to. Well, it's a good thing you listen to our podcast. It is very true. Because you got to stay up with the news that we care about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's always to talk about not all the news. No, just what kind we Kind of care bias about, about yeah, stuff right. we care about. It's a, you guys are effectively a filter for actual information. <laughs> for actual information. None of it's true, though, because if you ask me, it's all wrong. <laughs> Taiwan exploded. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. You're making my eye water. <laughs> So that was fun. Yeah. That was a fun episode. Um... Christian, thanks for being here. It was my pleasure. Yeah, you know stuff about games. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, hopefully, thank you for that. <laughs> hopefully, uh, it wasn't too dry. It's, no, it's all wet. Um, I'm all wet. <laughs> I have to go. Brittany, you're picking the next game. What are we playing? I don't know. So maybe by next week we'll know what the heck we're going to play. So, what? Follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Patreon. Make sure you check out Patreon because we have all new rewards that um, will give you stuff even if you give us a dollar. Yeah. It might cost so. us money. <laughs> I need to rethink that. Yeah. Well, hey, one of the rewards is Brittany draws you something. Yeah. So that's that's pretty special. If you like drawings. Is your name I Simon? Do. No. Because you like to do drawings. We didn't sing anything this episode, so we had to put something in there. So tune in next week. Where the gaming never ends, as long as you press continue. continue. Bye.